0: Welcome to Real Teachers, Real Stories, where two teachers get real about the highs and lows of teaching. Grab your coffee, or your wine, and get ready, because our class is in session. And now here are your hosts, Tristina and Steven. Hello. Hey
1: guys.
0: We are back.
1: Yes, we are very happy to be back. What a week. Oh my gosh, this week for both of us was so
0: rough. So insane. We
1: couldn't even find the time to meet. To record, right? It was just something every day. And
0: not even to mention like how we've been feeling. Yeah. I still have like a sinus thing going on. Yeah. And
1: my allergies are kicking in. Going
0: back to school got me sick again.
1: Yeah. So we want to start this podcast off with Steven talking about, because I haven't even heard this, about how his first day back was. I've heard bits and pieces, but you know, we like to keep the mystery alive. Yeah. so.
0: So. In the past episodes, I've been talking about how I recently went back to work after being out for about eight weeks. And while that was a lot of time, sometimes I feel like it wasn't enough time (laughs) (laughs) because I went back and things were just so crazy. Um, I didn't get the warmest welcome from my principal. Um, Long story short, I walk into the main office And everybody in the office is giving me a big welcome. And all of a sudden I hear like this door like fly open and hit the wall. And I'm like, what was that? We all like jumped and it was my principal. And she's like, you never returned my phone call. And I was like, what? Like, what is she talking about? And long story short, she said that she tried to call me four weeks ago. And then I never called her back. But one, I would have called her back. If I would have seen that she called me. Right. So then fast forward a little bit to me asking her what my number is. And she had the wrong number. Huh. <laughs> well. So, of course, I don't get a hello. How are you feeling? Yeah. She never reached out to me when my grandma passed. Mm. You know, unfortunately, my grandma passed during my time out from school. She never reached out to me. She didn't bring it up now that I'm back. And she knew about it. Right. Because my coworkers told her. Right. Nothing. So that was... A mind-blowing way. That's
1: like kind of starting off with the wrong foot when you walk in.
0: A mind-blowing way to start off. So then I get to my classroom, and it looks okay. And like I said, they've had the same substitute for the last eight weeks. Um, And so I know her, you know, through school working together because she's our building-based sub. But I noticed that a lot of things are missing from Mm. my room. Like, a lot of things. I have this massive closet in my room and it has been like ransacked That's and awful. I get a note on my desk from one of my kids. that had written it weeks ago saying, you know, oh, you're our favorite. We really miss you. Hope you're feeling better. P.S. People are stealing your stuff. And I'm like, I can't. What? So in my head, I know that it was some of the students. But I'm also thinking it might have been some of the teachers because of the stuff that's missing. So at the end of the summer last year, my camp that I work for gave me a bin of like a hundred markers, different mm-hmm. colored markers. I got back to school after my break the other day and they're all gone. And the few that were left were with the caps off and dried up. It's I had a whole box of popsicle sticks gone and the ones that were left were completely broken. I had, um, uh, 10 scissors, like mm-hmm. in like a holder, all the scissors are gone. Notebooks that I had saved for like my kids. Cause unfortunately my kids can't afford to like get stuff like that. All gone. Um, my cleaning supplies were all gone. All my post-its were gone. I had a, um, I had a big jar that had a bunch of colored pens mm-hmm. In my bottom drawer of my desk in the back, all the pens are gone.
1: Oh, my God. Like... so completely ev- ransacked everything. Everything.
0: And I know it was some students because throughout the almost two weeks now that I've been back, random students have told me who has been taking the stuff when I was gone. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't put it past the other teachers. Right. You know what I'm saying? And
1: also, when were they going into your room to... The, you know what I mean? Right.
0: Because my door should have been locked yeah and then the worst part about the whole situation is that i can't go to administration and say that all this stuff is missing because they won't do anything to reimburse me or give me more supplies or anything um and then (laughs) the other day i was leaving work and i had uh, gotten written up for something it was in my mailbox and i'm like how did I get when I just got back to work? And it was for not submitting my grades on time. Oh my God. But how could I submit my grades when I wasn't there to grade my kids on anything? Right. So I meet up with the sub because throughout my timeout, I had been sending her stuff to do. And, um, you know, with the students. Right. And so I got with her and I said... Hey, miss, whatever, you know, we have to put in grades for my kids. And she's like, oh, I already met with Mr. Whoever, who does the grade book, you know, Mm -hmm. inputting of the grades, and we already got it. And I was like, oh, awesome. So I go downstairs, and he's like, no, those were the mid-quarter grades. Because the eight weeks that I was out Mm -hmm. was one full marking period. Wow. So she put in grades for the halfway mark, but I have to put in, even though I wasn't there the grades that I missed right so I got written up for that (laughs) which to me (coughs) is a little ridiculous yeah definitely because what am I gonna grade them on
1: right I mean you weren't there so you can't just pull grades out of anywhere Um,
0: right which is exactly what I was trying to say when I tried to contest my write up right didn't Didn't
1: work work. yeah Mm -hmm.
0: so that was super fun And then the whole thing of the students, you know, all these rumors. The one girl we talked about last week thought I was dead. Yeah. Others, teachers said that students told them they saw me fall down the stairs and break my leg. (laughs) Other kids said that they heard that another teacher pushed me. Someone else said that they thought I broke my ankle. It was... And I understand we work in elementary school. So the kids love, you know, the drama of it all i totally get it but then it was you know dealing with that um the one of the teachers in my building decided to finally put their notice in and Mm -hmm. was leaving and you know it was just a lot to come back to right
1: so no one really told them what so they were probably like well this could have happened or this could have you know like right
0: and then the fact that my principal you know didn't Mention anything right. to the staff, right. like when one of your I mean, team... this is something that
1: happened in her school.
0: Right, when one of your team members are gone, mm-hmm. then you should probably let everyone know. My school, right? Because um,
1: you weren't allowed to step in the building at all, nothing at all, which is something he learned the hard way.
0: Right, because I was told that if I did, I would lose, you know, the benefits that I had. Right, with. Rece- or the benefits that I was receiving when I was out for my break. um, Not even a break on my injury. Right. You know? Yeah, it's um, not really a
1: break when you're trying to recuperate.
0: Right. A broken bone. Like, and, <laughs> and mind
1: you also, I feel like I have to stick up for Steven. I'm getting so angry. He would FaceTime with his sub all the time. And, and with my kids. And the kids all the time. Be like, listen, since he had to be home on rest because he hurt his foot Mm -hmm. you can't walk on it obviously so he was home most of the time right he would facetime which like that's not on break you're still on call you were still like hey anytime you're you need me i'm here constantly updating the lesson plans constantly doing this so it's like that doesn't
0: make sense there's another teacher who has been out since the third week in september oh my goodness on on a medical leave oh my goodness who they have not heard from nor seen Talk to nothing. <gasps> this lady hasn't submitted lesson plans. I was. Yeah, you were hasn't doing everything you could. communicated to their kids. I was. Hasn't, you know, tried to send in sub plans or checked in with the kids. Nothing. But she's been able to do it since September. Right. Literally the third week of September. And here we are at almost the end of April.
1: I mean, it's the end <laughs> of the year.
0: Right. The year is done. Right. And that's another thing. It's like now with the end of the year being here, we have to... I am being thrown right into everything. Yeah. Which I expected to happen, but I thought that there would be a little bit of leeway yeah. for me. And there's There's not. not. You know, like we yeah. jumped right into... Rehearsing for the musical at my school, which is literally one month away.
1: I cannot. I feel like you just told me what you were doing. I can't right. believe how fast time is going. Right. Like It's mind boggling.
0: Right. And so we jumped into that. We're jumping into rehearsals for these different events that we have going on at my school. We're jumping into park testing, which started last week. And so All I. All you NJ
1: teachers know. It's, it's an NJ thing, right? I think, Yeah. And if I'm wrong sorry to all the other teachers but park testing is Well everyone does but park is really mm-hmm. awful that's what yeah. we know.
0: So with park testing we the performing arts teachers we don't have to proctor any of the exams. But we have to be on hall duty. So the first three periods of the day. It's like a
1: double-edged sword. We
0: have to sit in the hallway. Because you
1: don't want to proctor it because it's like, oh my goodness. But then you're just sitting there.
0: Right. But then this past week, we learned um, that. So when we're sitting in the hallway, Mm -hmm. one of those first three periods is a prep for us. Mm -hmm. And we don't get our prep because we're sitting in the hallway. Right. So we were told to just prep in the hallway. But... Other teachers, the Gen Ed teachers and whatever, special Mm -hmm. ed teachers, anyone who's not a a special like we are, anytime that they miss their preps, it's like the end of the world in our building. Oh, yeah. And this is no hate. Shout out to all the teachers out there.
1: No, I'm a Gen Ed sitting right here. Right. Even... um...
0: Well, yeah. I'll, I'll continue. You right. Go. <laughs> so, and understandably they're upset if they miss their prep period. Mm-hmm. I totally understand. But what about us and our prep period because yeah. unlike those gen ed teachers who have one class throughout the whole year, I see the entire school, which people don't
1: can't grasp. Which
0: people can't grasp. So literally I have <clears throat> pre-K <Sorry. clears throat> through grade 5,
1: which is a crazy range.
0: Daily on a rotating schedule. <laughs> yeah. And so we need to prep just as much as anybody else Absolutely,
1: And not only just to prep, but like in any other job, if it's like getting too much, you can walk away for a second and be like, I need to breathe, whatever. You can't do that when there's a room of kids. Sometimes you just need that whatever amount of time to just breathe and be like having a hard day, whatever. In Mm -hmm. my school, the pre-K... Wing, we only have AIDS until 1230. Our day doesn't end until 220, so we are alone. For almost Um, two hours. Right. Not sure how legal that is. It's not. (laughs) Um, But the older grades, the kindergarten classes, they have full-time AIDS, which, Mm. okay, I'm not bashing kindergarten teachers at all. However, I teach three-year-olds. I personally need a lot more assistance... Than the older ones. Especially in the beginning. Now they're much more independent. Of course. But in the beginning, I mean, mine were just learning how to be potty trained. And I couldn't keep, you know, leaving the room. I can't. I can't get, okay, everyone get up and everything because we had nap time. So when they, when one of their aides is out, they raise hell. (laughs) They are so upset. And then one day, one of them was like really rude what they were saying. And I kind of shut it down. And I was like, well, you know, I'm alone for two hours every single day. Right. And when my aid is out, I don't get a prep or a lunch right. all day. Right. And that's it. Mm-hmm. No one ever comes to check in and be like, hey, how is anybody doing down in pre-K? Never. Never, ever, ever. Where something up there, they'll find something for them. But why should I or you have to make a big stink about something? Right. To get Like it shouldn't be that way.
0: Mm-hmm. And then, you know, so once we found out that we weren't getting that anymore. You know, our next thing is like we're in the teacher's union. Mm-hmm. So we should be protected by that. And Absolutely. we should get paid. It's not like we're suggesting to get paid. It's
1: it's in the, in the contract yeah. that we
0: should be paid yep. for any extra classes that we do on top of our normal schedule. Right. So we're going to go into that this week and see if we can, you know, have something done with that. So hopefully, you know, hopefully, hope for us, uh, give us, send us good luck to hope that we get that. Um, But then I just remembered also that on top of all of that going on this week, I had a surprise observation.
1: Oh my, yes.
0: (laughs) Which I posted on our Instagram story. Yes. (laughs) But so I'm sitting at my desk um, on my lunch period because I was getting some work done and... My door opens and it's our district supervisor for the arts who is awesome. She's really nice, but it's just scary. Oh, yeah. Because my observations for the year are already finished. Like, Uh, you know, you get one. How does your school do it? My school does um, one announced Mm -hmm. observation and two unannounced observations. And those are already finished for me.
1: Yeah, mine are done too.
0: So, yeah. So when I saw her, I was like, hey, Mrs., you know, how are you doing? And she was like, oh, I'm great. How are you doing? I'm so glad that you're back. And we were just talking a little bit. And then she was like, you have fifth grade next, right? And I was like, yeah. And now listen, I love my kids, but my fifth graders are really bad, (laughs) really bad. And um, she was like, okay, I'm going to do an observation I was like, great.
1: It's always worse when like in that um, scenario, when they come in and you're on a break and being like, oh, just so you know, I'm observing you rather than you teaching and they just walk in because you have to just keep going and you have no time to freak out. Right. Where we have the same personality. So I know he went into full panic mode. I was
0: bugging (laughs) out, but at the same time trying not to because I was... Conversing with her, right? We were still having a conversation. Oh my god! And so my inside, heart just went up. <laughs> yeah, and so inside my head, I'm like, "Oh my god, what am I gonna do?" I can't believe she's watching me. Like my kids are about to come in; they're yeah. always crazy, like you know. And luckily, um it went pretty well. And my kids kind of have this understanding where if there's somebody else in the room, they kind of tone it down just a little bit. They um, know. Just a little bit because they can... That's
1: how you can really tell if they really have respect for you is if when someone else comes in the room, they know like, okay, we normally do this for, you know, our regular teacher, but we're not going to do that now.
0: Right. And luckily they did that this time. And, you know, she liked it. She said it was great. You know, the pedagogy I was using and that they understood what I was talking about and blah, 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 blah. But it was just another added stress that I was like... On of top course. of coming back. And then she says, well, you know, I gave you the first couple of days that you were back to kind of get back in the flow. And I'm like, right. But you couldn't just call me, text me, <laughs> email me that you were coming because she announced that she was coming. Right. To the other new performing arts teacher in mm. our building. Yeah. That makes and no so, sense. you know, I was just like. But it's what? over with. Right. It's already over with. Now I really don't have anything else that's, that's observation-wise going on. Um, you know, it's just been really crazy adjusting to being back. And if anyone yeah. listening has ever been out of work for any amount of time, short, long, longer than I was out, let us know what your experience was like. Because yeah. for me, it's been really, you know, hard. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Really hard, which I expected. But there's just been a lot of extra it's, stuff. It's
1: already hard. Like for me, I was on spring break for a week and a half. And coming back to school since, I've had a really hard time. And that was just a week and a half. Right. So I I could not imagine being you and having eight weeks of that. And right. especially half of those, really, for half of those eight weeks, you were at home.
0: Right. Like trapped,
1: trapped at home, y'all trapped at home with a, and of course, like he got hurt at one of the most busy times of my life. Like I was leaving for Peru and you got hurt. I was going on a mission trip to Peru and I was like, oh my God, I literally can't go see him because I'm flying out of the country for a week.
0: So, and then everything, it was like my my foot thing happened on the 6th, Mm -hmm. my grandma on the 17th. Yes. Within all, mm -hmm. within like a week and a half. Yes. Two things happened. And I felt and awful then, because yeah. I was
1: literally on the other side of the literally, world. <laughs> like,
0: and then it was like I had to wear a boot, that huge yes. black boot with all those straps. I had crutches. Oh my. You know, it was just a lot. It yeah. was a whole lot. I
1: am mostly sad I wasn't there to witness the crutches. Right.
0: Listen, so, they but were you know, fun. They, and no. also like I didn't even really use them. I would. <laughs> anytime I would. <laughs> crutches
1: go, are hard. They take a lot of upper are so body strength.
0: And so, anytime I would go to my orthopedic doctor, I would stumble in with them. I'm like doing the gesture. I would stumble in with them, and they're. He's like, "Oh, you're not having a good time walking with those, right?" And I'm like, Mm-mm, "I'm not." And so eventually, he get was like, me a oh, motorized okay. wheelchair. Yeah. Oh my god, I used one yes. when I went to Target. You <laughs> went to
1: Target. He's Snapchatting me. This one of those things.
0: It was <laughs> the most fun. <laughs> Sorry about all the coughing, by the way. My voice yeah. is still we're, uh, not a hundred percent. Tree about... pollen
1: is very high today, and I'm I'm personally dying.
0: It's so real. And my
1: water bottle was making this weird noise. I took <laughs> the top off, but if you heard that, I'm so sorry. If you guys
0: could see the behind the scenes of what it's like to shoot <laughs> these videos, there's a lot of stuff going on that maybe we one try day we'll do, do like a live yes. while we
1: record because yes, while we're like we're talking, we're like looking at each other, like signaling hand like, signals, <laughs>
0: like. Talk so that I can cough because I'm about to choke. You know, there's a lot of drinking going on of water. Water. You know, water. Water right now. My tea is here still steaming. And so I'm like, "Ooh, that's probably too hot. I don't want to burn myself on. Yeah. Almost said video. But you, we're not oh, on video. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, gosh.
1: It's just been like a really crazy week. Like I I can't. I just can't believe what a crazy week it's been. Yeah. I just can't it believe it. It kind of felt
0: like every single day. We there was were texting something else. each other something Yeah. Uh, yeah. Something else crazy. Mm-hmm. And,
1: yeah. oh, it's just been crazy. Mm-hmm. And um, for me, I found out a week ago, two weeks ago, that for next year, there aren't enough kids for pre-K-3. And I already wanted to move up, which is great. But at the same time, I was like, but what does that mean for me? Right. So now we're going in. So I found out. The first week back of break, there's another week of still not knowing where I'm going. And now we're going on the third week of me not knowing next year. And for me, that's a planner. I I need to know because like I said before in previous episodes, the pre-K wing is, and as you saw, is totally separate from the school. So if I was going to be in pre-K next year, I would put it in one space, all of my stuff and just roll it out because regardless if you're coming back for pre-K or not, the pre-K wing is rented out to a camp for mm-hmm. to make money for the school
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, during the summer so we literally have to take everything out Every, every summer? Every summer. Wow. Everything out oh my because gosh. a camp comes in which is really hard right for i mean some of those teachers have been there for 30 years and they have to do it every year so it's
0: literally taking down your entire room yes storing it for the summer and going back in the end of august
1: right that. it's like you start every year as a new teacher wow
0: yeah wow
1: so there's one um like kitchen pantry area that i kept at the storage unit and i could just roll it in there where if i'm going to move upper grades I have to go upstairs and like it's like Narnia like (laughs) it's so my school is so big which is great but it's just there's so much more planning I have to do and it's like okay do I go through things and maybe give them to my you know co-workers for pre-k because like I can't use this I would really like if you use this because I don't care Mm -hmm. but I don't know and it's just freaking me out
0: when are you supposed to hear I don't know Oh my God. I literally
1: don't know. And the other day um, I was making copies and my boss came into the copy room and she was like, you know, I just want to tell you, like, I'm really, really proud of you. You did a really great job this year, which I like totally appreciated. Yeah, she was like, nice. you know, me and the other teachers were talking how you come in. You have all these great ideas. And I was like, oh, thank you. And like <laughs> I was leaning toward and um, asking for next year because she was like, and I'm so proud of you that you got all your kids to register for next year. My class was the only class wow, full class that's coming back for next year, wow. which is awesome because like that reflects on me totally. and what I did. So, and I was just about to ask, so what are you thinking for next year? Just because my boss is so casual. I can just go up to her and have like a casual conversation, which Mm -hmm. is so nice. Mm -hmm. And I think she kind of felt like I was going there. So Mm -hmm. she was like, well, I got to go do work. And I was like, no.
0: And she's (laughs) retiring.
1: So she's been back and forth to Newark, our diocese, all week. So Uh, she hasn't really been in because they're starting the interview process. For someone to
0: replace her. Right.
1: And, um. They emailed us what we think should be a new principal, which is awesome. They literally emailed all of yeah. us individually and said, that's we nice. would love to hear what you wanted a principal. Yeah, to
0: get the staff input is right. so important. Which,
1: even if they don't use it, they asked for it, and I got an email back that she read it and jotted it down. Mm. So like even if that's a lie, wow. that was so nice that they cared yeah. to hear from us, especially as a first-year teacher at this school. You don't get that. Usually Mm. you're the last one to give input because you're so new. And I got the opportunity to say, like, hey, I think this would be really great as a principal. Thanks so much.
0: That's awesome.
1: So for Steven, there's a lot of change. And for me, there's a lot of change. Mm -hmm. And we're freaking out. Yeah.
0: I mean, (laughs) at the end of the day, you know, what's going to happen is going to happen. Right. Um, I'm
1: just a very planned person. Me too. And I like to know.
0: Me too. Like,
1: I'm already looking at Teachers Pay Teachers Right. For stuff for next year, and I have a list <laughs> of things that I could have approved next year, like um, any grade, pre K, and like I want to start working on that. Right, like Absolutely. my summer goal. Like I don't want to work this summer because I'm fortunate to get paid throughout uh-huh. the year and focus on really being a good teacher for whatever I didn't know grade you I have. Twelve month contract. Yeah, really uh, nice. I wanted
0: to be, but my district doesn't do that.
1: My district only does twelve month.
0: Wow, which is really nice. Yeah, yeah I
1: was gonna um. Request that, mm-hmm. but it's automatic, wow. which is um, awesome because yeah.
0: I tried, but they were like, Mm-mm. "Yeah." <laughs> so after June 30th, I'm not getting paid. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but
1: teachers have such a great job because they get all the time off.
0: Right. And we get paid so much money to be babysitters. Sips tea. <laughs> but wait, I really, I was just going through our texts from the last time that we recorded and I saw something that I really wanted to bring up. So, um, this, since I've been back or even before I left, I have these two classes that are really, really bad. Um, the kids are just a lot to deal with. They have a lot going on personally. They act out, you know, very poorly in my class. A lot of behavior issues. Um, and unfortunately- Which we know
1: when they act, they need the most love. Right.
0: And, you know, sometimes you try to be really soft and the good guy and- but then they don't take well to that. So then you try to be the bad guy. Yeah. And sometimes that's the only way that they listen. And unfortunately, for mm-hmm. the majority of my kids, you know, I work in a very urban inner city school. Like, I've sent you pictures of what the yeah. outside of our neighborhood looks like. And, it's, it's and I work rough. in
1: the exact opposite Yeah. Of and that. so
0: it's really rough for us as teachers but also for my kids Mm -hmm. i constantly think of what they're dealing with and how that affects them and changes them and you know is outwardly shown through their behavior Um, but the reason i bring this up is because um last week i finally decided to get rid of the two biggest problem kids in my class and i i told you about it Mm -hmm. um and how you know i hated how once those two were gone the class was amazing we got so much done They were using vocabulary words in fourth grade that are huge. You know, just for things in a school like mine where they don't know theater terms such as pantomime or protagonist and antagonist. Right. That's important for them to learn. And last week in particular, we were focusing on the voice and how to use it properly and breathing from your diaphragm. They didn't know what a diaphragm was, articulation, diction. They didn't know any of those. And they got it. With these two kids being gone, the class totally understood. And we had fun and we were up and we were moving. And it's
1: sad how doing... like just that energy of sometimes kids, yeah. you know,
0: and totally the, affects it. Right. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because as I was texting you, like I felt guilty like right. that teacher guilt of, we I had to get rid of these two in order for my lesson to work. Yeah. But, you know, I felt like I wasn't a good teacher. Yeah. And I, I immediately
1: told him, I was like, cut it out.
0: Right, because I couldn't reach yeah. those two kids in particular.
1: And I told him, I was like, you need to cut it out because even though, <laughs> let's say just today, you didn't reach those two. Mm-hmm. You reached all those other students mm-hmm. by removing those two so you could form that relationship with the rest of them. And right. sometimes... That's how it has to be. And it's unfortunate, but we have to wave the white flag sometimes be like, hey, I can't do this. I'm not getting through to them.
0: Right. And then, you know, it's not like I got rid of them and they were just, you know, banished from the school or something. Right. Um, uh, and so they were sent to another performing arts teacher. Um, and so I asked for them to come back and I tried to continue and I revisited the lesson from yesterday. With the rest of the kids mm-hmm. so that they could not be far behind on right. what we were doing. And it was the same thing, it just plummeted. Like mm. they were out of control. Cause they the two students like that I had removed hate each other. Mm. And I and I mean like this boy has almost punched this girl oh multiple goodness. times. Like they've gotten in each other's faces, like <coughs> nose to nose oh, to where I've had to go and like remove one of them right. myself. And so their constant issues, and these are fourth graders. That's sad. Their constant issues with each other just ruin the whole class. Right. Because all the attention is put on them. Even when myself and the rest of the class are focusing on the lesson at hand, they'll think that the other is looking at them. Right. And they'll just go crazy. They'll fly off the handle. And so, you know, I felt bad because I'm like, you're back in my class after I had you out for one day
1: mm-hmm.
0: and now the class is learning nothing you're learning nothing I'm accomplishing nothing right because now I need to worry about making sure that you guys don't hit each other don't get other kids wrapped up in your drama mm-hmm. you know all these things and it was just it was just a lot and I hate that I had to feel like I wasn't a good teacher right because of these two kids
1: right there's actually um this um child in pre-k this year and she came in in January and um she would have like tantrums and like scream really loud where it's like so loud it sounds like she's being like tortured type there's of loud a girl in
0: my school does the same yeah. thing
1: so in January we're like she was new whatever she's in pre-k four It's still going on to this day, like twice a day. Sometimes the tantrums are hours long. Wow. And my room is connected Mm -hmm. to their room, so my kids hear everything. And I feel so bad for the kids in that room because they're plugging their ears, and they're this, and they're that. And it's just like, you know, you want to... um,
0: Be able to reach them.
1: Right. As well. Right. We want to be able to reach them... um, but at the same time, you need to ask for help. You right. know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. That teacher is doing the best she can. And it doesn't mean she's a bad teacher. She's an excellent teacher. Yeah. But for some reason, whatever, it could be the other kids in the class. It could be, you know, any anything. But we have a social worker in our school, mm. which is very fortunate. We do, too. And, and, um, and she's very good. Oh. The, our social, like, great. So it's like, utilize her. You know, it's nothing wrong by taking the child and saying, you know, I'm going to bring you to someone who's going to help you. Because at the end of the day, it's not just that kid.
0: Right. Um, we have a similar situation. The same thing. This girl, she will scream bloody murder as if... And no one will even be doing anything to her. No one will be by her. Yeah. She'll just freak out. Um, and unfortunately for my school, uh, we don't have the support of administration. Um, yeah. That we were a lot told into it. we were told at the very beginning of the year that our administration, quote, doesn't do discipline mm. because if the kids are acting up, it's the teacher's fault for not being engaging <sighs> enough.
1: That is awful. <sighs> that is just so far from the truth because, yeah. you know, it there's a million things that you don't know what this kid is going through
0: mm-hmm. at all. it's rough. It it's is really rough. hard. And, and listen, I don't mean to complain. It seems like I've been doing a lot of complaining about about my school this episode. But it's just, again, not stuff that we were prepared to yeah. deal with right. when we were in school.
1: Well, all we were prepared to do is to teach it and In the that's perfect it. classroom. In the perfect classroom <laughs> where you have only one student not paying attention. Right. And you have to focus on that one student. Mm-mm. Not that... You have twenty students, and they're all running around the room, and you have one student, like in your situation, maybe getting violent mm-hmm. or whatever it is, and it's and I honestly especially wish... not to have um, the support,
0: right? The yeah. support, not having the support is the thing that because that's going to always...
1: happen. You're always going to have a kid you have a hard time with. There's always going to be someone. I mean, that's just personalities in life. You're right. there's sometimes you're just not going to mesh, but to not have that support system to be like we're here for you. Because I was in that situation last year as mm-hmm. well where it was all my fault. That right. that uh, right. my, one of my students remember my one of my students choked me with my ID yep. and it was my fault because I shouldn't have been that close to him. I was tying his shoe.
0: Right. <laughs> Listen, I totally understand. I just wish that I would have had more preparation for urban education. Absolutely.
1: I feel like because... that should be I feel like... I don't know how
0: it's not a course. Yes.
1: Not only (laughs) urban, but like where I was last year is the exact opposite, where the people have a lot of money, Um, like a disgusting amount of money, mm -hmm. and they're a whole other spectrum. Yeah. Because in your... In your um, area, the oh. urban area, a lot of, you know, there's so no money so and much. they don't have coats and it's yes. heartbreaking. Yep. But then in the richer area, I found there are a lot more and more parents that are separated and divorced mm-hmm. and who's daddy's new girlfriend and this and that. And I would hear so many things. So it's just like, I remember, I'll never forget one of my students telling me that one day she heard... Mommy and Daddy fighting, mommy threw something, mommy never came back.
0: Mm. And
1: that for a four year old to say that yep. is heartbreaking.
0: And it's like we're they your kids and my kids live in two separate worlds. And
1: they're doing but the, the same circumstances
0: thing. are the, the same. same thing. Yeah, it's the same. It
1: should be a course where it's like, hey, these are all different areas yep. and yes, they're so different, but they're so the same.
0: And it's one of those things that, you know, all the teachers that I talk to in my building who I go to for advice. I shouldn't say all because it's probably about two or three. Right. You know, 50 that work in my building. But, um, you know, the, the few that I go to, they tell me that you'll learn just through experience. And I understand I'm only a first year teacher. Right. But it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. It's enough to turn somebody off to teaching. Oh, Especially 100%. my building. My building is somewhere where I would not recommend a first year teacher go. Because if you're not the right type of person, not teacher, but if you don't have that in you to deal with stuff. Yes. It's like my job last year.
1: 100%. If I didn't love kids and teaching so much, Mm -hmm. my experience last year would have ruined me. It would have been like, you know, why did I... um,
0: Right. uh, It's enough to ruin somebody. Right. (laughs) And like tear you down. And
1: it's just crazy. And it's... That's... That's why I don't agree with how so many colleges are making the process harder to be a teacher. I think you have to make it more realistic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they're, like the praxis, and I can go on for this forever, mm-hmm. the praxis and edTPA now. Or and, when
0: we had the teacher work or sample. Or the teacher work sample.
1: <laughs> or, you know, all of these things, all these tests, the hearing mm-hmm. tests, the reading tests, the this, this, and that. And it's so unattainable for some people because not only is it a lot of work, it's a lot of money.
0: Well, I was reading an article about why it's getting so hard, at least in our state, Mm -hmm. to become a teacher. It's because enrollment in the programs are down Mm -hmm. and the teachers that they have, like new teachers from the last X amount of years, have not been meeting the standard. Mm -hmm. And so they're making it harder to make sure that it's people who truly want to be in the program. Right,
1: right. Which totally makes sense. Right. But at the same time, that doesn't because for me, nothing could have stopped me to become a teacher Mm -hmm. because that was my dream and that's what I wanted to do. Right. So to put all these obstacles in front of me, it just makes me feel like crap. Yeah. To put it plain.
0: Absolutely. And
1: I think they just had to be more realistic to be like, okay, you want to be a teacher? That's great. Here is what it's like. Right. For real. Mm -hmm. Like, Don't go, don't put us in observation in beautiful neighborhoods. Make us go to a really nice neighborhood, to middle class, and to urban. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, all of them so we can really see and, like, do more, make us do more research or something. I don't, because I feel like... There's got to be a
0: way to give us more experience. It's too by the book. And my student teaching, uh, I mean, not sophomore, um, junior and senior fields were at the same school. In a quote unquote urban district, but that urban is way different from the urban that right. I'm dealing with now. Right. You know, and yeah. at the school where I am, we have student teachers in there, but they're not from our university. Mm-hmm. They're from, you know, another university in the area. Mm-hmm. And like, maybe it's just the relationships that each university it is. has yeah. with the district and
1: stuff. And we're realistic. We know one college program cannot.
0: Right. Do this. Right. We it's, know that they we can't know make that. the perfect experience. They
1: can't. It's but it's just like it could be fixed. But also, a little. my hometown
0: is considered an urban district. Right. Which I don't understand. Right. Because it's not. <laughs> right. It's, it's not. My hometown versus where I'm working, completely different. It's true. Yeah.
1: And it it's just I feel like I don't I don't know maybe yeah. it's because we. You know, were recently in college, and it didn't necessarily—at least for me—and didn't mm-hmm. go as planned mm-hmm. um, because of all this extra stuff, mm-hmm. like. I went to college for five years because of the Praxis test, Mm -hmm. because the first time they gave me the wrong codes, (laughs) I passed it, (laughs) went to apply for our junior field. They told me I had to pass the Praxis, and I said, I did. Here is it. They said, that's the wrong test. And I was like, well, you gave me these codes. (laughs) They basically called me an idiot, Mm -hmm. blamed it on me, and that's where it started.
0: Places need to get this together. I don't know if you know this yet, but a mutual friend of ours- Mm -hmm. um, uh who graduated with me um she's been looking to get into teaching now she has her teaching degree but she decided to take a year off and so she went back to our school to fill out the thing because she found out that her paperwork for her teaching license never got filled out so she went back to the school and the school told her that she needs to do senior field all over again. Are you can In order me? to get the license. And I'm like, there is no way that she went through no sophomore, way. junior, senior field. No,
1: no way.
0: First and graduated. she did senior field
1: when I did senior field. Right,
0: and graduated. Yes. But the school's trying to tell her she has to repeat it again. And listen, I'm not saying it's a school. It was probably a not-so-smart... Individual. Uh, 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 receptionist yeah. in that office. But... It was just a, a loop that was thrown in that didn't need to be thrown in.
1: Right. She already did it. She passed the flying colors.
0: Yeah, literally. I mean, <laughs> her
1: advisor could say yep. That she's Here. one of the best. Right. I mean, Art, we all have the same advisor yeah. and she keeps a record on you for life.
0: Yeah. So mm-hmm. she
1: could just pull it up and be like, Hey. She did it.
0: Well, luckily she she did. She met with our advisor. Good. And she got it handled. Oh but it's just so for someone to tell you that. I know. My world would have been rocked.
1: I'd have been like, never <laughs> mind. I'm not doing this. <laughs> right. Because I. It was hard enough the first time around.
0: Yeah. Can you imagine having to <laughs> no. do field experience no. again? Because
1: it it just, oh my goodness it yeah. just takes everything out of you. Right. Like I was I was telling my friend that. And my mom, one day, we were talking before she started her senior field, and she was asking me my advice. And I said, honestly, it's hard because you're doing a full-time job and you're not getting paid, right? And not only are you doing a full-time job, you have to go to classes afterwards,
0: Absolutely. On
1: top of any other thing you do. Like I was working. On, yeah. On top of family. On top of getting your homework done. Yeah. On top of...
0: Doing your teacher work sample. Yep. Just <laughs> going to say
1: that. On top of, you know, being a functioning human of society. And it's like, <laughs> yes, um, like when you're done with it, you still have things to do. Like, you know, cleaning and things like that. But you don't have these five... To ten-hour homework looming over your head that you have to get done, right. like that's what it is. That's it's not like doing the field and going to college. It's no, you're doing a job and doing a job yep. and doing a job.
0: But let me just say, <laughs> we made it. Everyone, Everyone else listening it. made it. So we yep. clap it up for all of us and all of y'all listening. But it's just—it's so stressful. It's so stressful. It's so stressful. And if you
1: are in it currently, mm. it gets better. It
0: really does. It
1: gets better. It might
0: not sound like it, yeah, because we've not complained. We've discussed no, a lot discussed, of, but top, you know, hard things. We that just want to keep it real, right? We have to because when you get out there, depending on what you're building, and let me tell you, there's probably a lot of people listening who don't have to deal with any of the stuff that we're dealing with, right? Everyone's and bless different, you guys, Right? Everyone's but, different. You know, it's just—it's a lot. Yeah. So,
1: and if you really want to be a teacher, nothing's gonna stop you, right? Do it. We all, everyone that's become a teacher has dealt with a lot of stuff, and they're still teaching and they love it. So, if you want to do it, you're gonna do it, right? Absolutely. Like because teachers, I feel like, are one of the like most persistent.
0: Yeah. People. I
1: mean, yeah. you have to be. That's yeah. one of the main things if you want to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. But nothing's going to stop you. It's difficult, but and it's if you worth ever it. feel
0: like you don't want to anymore, that's okay too. Oh yeah. But you know, just give it some time. Think it out. Oh, think yeah. it through. I mean. Oh, wow. I feel a lot better now. Getting. I know. I like. feel so much better. <laughs> it's like therapy. <laughs> um. All right. So let's get into our weeklies. Yes. Um.
1: Should we start with obsession?
0: Yeah, go okay.
1: ahead. So I'm obsessed with this book. I literally read it in a day. Mm. It's called This Is Me. Not Greatest Showman, but still promoting Greatest Showman. Um, <laughs> by Chrissy oh, Metz. From, from This Is Us. Yes, from This Is Us. Um, I put it on my Instagram story. Um, which I can put it on the Real Teachers Pod one Mm -hmm. to show you guys. It is, if you read, I just finished Girl, Wash Your Face by Rachel Hollis. It's Mm -hmm. like a personal development book, like a pick-me-up, like, girl, get-it-together book. Mm -hmm. This book, if you love This Is Us or you just want like a really beautiful story about how someone became the amazing person they are, read it. It's like how she became this, this, and that. And like where she is today, she's a successful actress and she's yeah. doing amazing. And it just shows like you can come from nothing. Absolutely. And still achieve that dream. And her whole premise of the book is like, she starts the book by saying like, think of a dream and say it out loud. Oh, that's and so cool. And then in the middle of the book, she'll like refer to it back and be like, remember that dream? Say you can do it.
0: Oh my God. Go to
1: the mirror and say, you can do this.
0: I watched her interview on Wendy Williams about yes. the book. Yes. I just never read it, but I really it's, want to. It's
1: so good. I really, really enjoyed it. I couldn't sleep on Thursday night. I downloaded it on my iPad, and I finished it Friday. Wow. And it it That's was just cool. so uplifting and so, like, what I needed to hear. And, like, I every couple chapters, she has a chapter called Be Mindful, and it'll mm. be, like, simple as, like, remember that time you, like – you bumped into someone, but you gave them a dirty look, go back and apologize. Oh, wow. And, like, st- stuff like that where you don't even think about it. So really check out that book. I'm That's awesome. obsessed with it.
0: That's awesome. Uh, my weekly obsession is kind of a mixture of Teachers Pay Teachers because I go on there almost every day. Oh, duh. Um, and look for different <laughs> things. Um, but I saw something that um, kind of inspired me to create this. Uh, so... <laughs> My kids, they love to, like, badmouth each other, like, trash talk in a joking way, but sometimes very seriously. (laughs) Yeah. And so (laughs) I came up with this thing that's kind of, like, Shakespeare disses (gasps) and translating them into now. Oh, my goodness. I did
1: that when I was younger. Oh, really? Yeah, when I was in eighth grade.
0: Yeah. And so, you know... It's helping them out with their ELA, right. but also just starting them off with a little Shakespeare taste in elementary school. So right. And something to... funny. Right. And so it's basically like we have to learn what does thou mean? What does mm-hmm. thine mean? thy, you know, all these different things in Shakespearean language um, and then translate them now. And it's never anything like that's crossing the line. Right. I mean, Shakespeare's- insults, but not it's like just that. little you know silly things yeah and they're starting to like it which is pretty cool so that's that's, that's awesome my obsession. yeah next you...
1: is our fails
0: oh gosh oh yeah mm-hmm.
1: um so it, like I said before this week has been a week like this yeah. week felt like it went on for a month I just couldn't get my mojo I felt like the day was dragging and at the beginning of the week I mentally said to myself okay um, The 22nd is Earth Day, which is today.
0: Mm.
1: It's Earth Day. Do an Earth Day something on Friday. Said it, said it, said it, said it. Then the week happened. Forgot. (laughs) Totally forgot. Lining up my kids. I'm leaving. And to go to the exit, I have to walk through the other pre-K-3. And I look at the kids, and they're all wearing Earth Day hats. And I'm like, Oh, oh my, this is Friday dismissal. There's no going back. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, my Lord. I dismissed them and I'm laughing to myself about it. Dismiss, dismiss. We all come back, all the teachers. And I was, said to my coworker, I was like, you know what? I forgot it was Earth Day. <laughs> and the other coworker yells from her room, you know what? Me too. My weekend is ruined.
0: Because oh, no. <laughs> we saw
1: them leave with the hats and the rest of us looked at each other like, oh, my God. Right. There goes our we (laughs)
0: planned and like
1: it's just Earth Day like yes it's important but it's like it wasn't like detrimental Mm -hmm. but it was just like wow that's how long this week has been that something I wrote on my desk on Monday did not get done
0: Mm, that's horrible (laughs) yeah you just gotta laugh my my fail is just kind of me and not because I (laughs) I feel like a failure but like just, you know, my, I got so sick when I returned to school being around that yeah. environment and getting all the kids. You forget. Kids. I forget, yeah, that your immune system has to be, um, and so it's just kind of just been me with all the struggles I've had to deal with and getting back into the flow of everything that it's just one of those weeks where you just feel like the fail of the week. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I'm sure I'll feel differently as time goes on this coming week, but yeah, that's what it's. That's me this week. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> so, you know. Oh, do you quote. have a quote of your I do. kid? Okay.
1: Um, on Thursdays, we have Jim, and my kids are obsessed with the gym teacher. Hey. Like obsessed. He's a really great guy. He's like six foot seven or something Ooh. ridiculous like that. So mm-hmm. they're three. So they are obsessed with how big he That's is. Amazing. And they get so excited. So every day when I pick them up, from gym, they're exhausted. They're sweating, and this particular day, oh. they were really sweating. And they're coming, they're walking in the classroom, and they're huffing and they're puffing. And I'm like, guys, my goodness, you're so tired. One of them looks at me. They're like, Yeah, I love Mr. So and So, but why does he make us run? <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I was like, Well, gym is for exercising. You get exercise. He was like, oh yeah, but. Look at me. And you look at him, he's like right as a tomato, Aww. like sweating. And I'm talking to a three-year-old again. Bless his heart. And I just could not stop laughing because rap, him wrapping his head around that he had to exercise in gym, he mm-hmm. was like,
0: what? Oh, I love that. Yeah. So and at nap time, knocked out. That's so cute. <laughs> I loved it. Um, mine is pretty funny. So the musical this year at my school is The Wizard of Oz. And so in order to <laughs> incorporate that into like my lessons and stuff, I'm showing different clips to my different classes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like I said, pre-K through grade five. I'm showing them different clips because we're talking about characterization and what those actors had to do to create these characters. And so there's this one scene where the Wicked Witch is making fun of... Yeah. Where the (laughs) Wicked Witch is making fun of the Scarecrow. And I forget what she says, but one of my uh, first graders (laughs) goes... Mr. Collins, that is so disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know what? It is. You're right. It is very disrespectful. <laughs> and it was just the cutest, the nicest, yeah, the like- most innocent thing <laughs> that he could have said. But, you know, he knows about disrespectful. So good for him. Yeah.
1: chalk up to him. <laughs>
0: yeah. So... There it is. There's yeah. our next episode. This is four. This is four. So crazy. And
1: after our we release our fifth episode, you're going to want to check out our Instagram page because something exciting is going to yes. go on.
0: So once again, y'all, thanks for listening. Yes, thank Follow you. Follow us.
1: Thank you for understanding why we took a break this week.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we got a lot of love on a that post. lot of love. That was really nice. Yes. Um, hey, maybe people are taking a break listening to this. Who yes. knows? <laughs> um, follow us on Instagram at Real Teachers Pod, And don't P-O-D. be afraid
1: to uh, DM us. Yeah. We would love to talk to We've you guys. We've been talking
0: to more more people, which yeah. is awesome. So. so, all right, y'all. See you Catch next Catch you next time. time. Thanks for listening to our show. If you liked what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe and share. Also, join in on the conversation by checking us out on Instagram and Twitter at RealTeachers Pod. That's Real Teachers POD. See you next time on Real Teachers Real Stories.